When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. We've been visiting on a fairly regular basis with Kurt Larson, President and CEO of the Equity Livestock Sales Association. They've got multiple locations across the state and into Iowa. And we want to make sure that all of our livestock producers, whether it's beef, dairy, or pork or anything, knows kind of what's developing. So the story this week, Kurt, has been continued monitoring at uh, the American Foods Group location in Green Bay and the JBS slaughter facility in Green Bay. What is... Give us the latest update you've got from industry sources. Sure. Thanks, Pam. Um, so American Foods tells us they are still running this week, um, obviously at a reduced capacity, um, but uh, they, they intend to continue processing uh, livestock up there, both uh, from the slaughter side and on the, the further process side. Um, GBS is having a little more trouble with the employee um, attendance, I guess. So they're, uh, they're shut down at least the first part of the week here on the slaughter. Um, I suspect it'll probably be all week, but um, it sounds like they probably have some product in there. They'll do some further process with employees that are available, um, but, but uh, we don't expect them to, to take too many cattle, at least out of the market this week. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that, again, this thing changes pretty quickly. So, um, you know, we could find out tomorrow that uh, American Foods has the same problem or we could find out tomorrow that maybe JBS is, He's got a few more employees back than we had suspected, but that's what we know this morning here. Right, yeah, very fluid. And one point that I want to make, Kurt, is this is not a food safety issue. COVID-19 has nothing to do with food safety. This is all about an employee management situation. That's correct, Pam, that's correct. Again, the the Packers are really trying to um, do a couple of things. One is they're trying to deal with the employee staff that they have at the at the plant. Um, so obviously, what's happening up there as they have more and more cases test positive, they have more and more people asked to quarantine or or to test before they go back out in public or whatever. So obviously, you know, you got plants that size, a couple thousand employees. Um, and you've got a couple different shifts and different things like that, you start to end up short on employees and it limits what you can get done in a day. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not a food safety issue by any means. It's a, it's an employee issue. How many can show up? How many are home quarantining? And the other things they're doing is they're trying to, um, what do we call it? Space out the employees a little bit more in the, in the plant. Um, and obviously that can slow down what they can get done in a day too. If they have to put a little more space in between employees or put some barriers in, it means you've got less employees working on a particular line. So it has to go a little bit slower to get the, the same amount of product done. And it takes a little bit longer. So, um, again, they're, I know they're all working hard trying to protect their employees and trying to, uh, to keep as much, as many people healthy as they can and get as much product moved through there as they can. But, uh, they're they're dealing with a full cart too. Kurt Larson, along with his president CEO of the Equity Livestock Sales Association. Kurt, I got to ask you, uh, this is just such a such a terrible place for all of our livestock owners to be in. Uh, Equity Livestock is very good about trying to help provide tools, trying to help provide options or different discussion points. Uh, are are you guys having those discussions? Are are we even asking, or is the market in such critically poor shape that there's really not any tools out there this side of nonstop federal assistance? 
Um, well, Pam, a lot of our tools, you know, we, we do have the risk management side of our business, um, but those guys would tell you you need to manage your risk uh, a little bit earlier in the process than right now. Um, obviously, if you're looking to buy like feeder cattle now, obviously those guys can work with them to put some hedges in place and, and protect some prices uh, down the road. Um, but if you've got, got fed cattle that are ready to market now, um, those options get pretty limited when, when you get close to harvest like that. So so definitely if you're early on in the process, I'd definitely reach out to to our risk management staff here in Baraboo and, and they can, you know, discuss some of those procedures and uh and options with you. Some of put a game plan together, some of that kind of stuff. Um as far as uh, you know marketing cattle that are ready that's really, you know, we're directing people to talk to the local market manager. Again, those are the guys that are really in contact with those buyers on a day-to-day basis. So they know they know what, what they're expecting for a price. They know what they're expecting for volumes. They know what uh, what the buyers are looking for. Um, so they, they can be the best person to probably advise people right now if you've got something to go, uh, when to bring it in, uh, when when to maybe hold it a couple of days or, you know, to try a neighboring market or whatever. Our, our guys are pretty good. They they talk to each other pretty regular. I know most of our guys are talking to their neighboring market after the sales just to see, compare notes, who had what and, you know, what prices were, what the demand was, uh, who could have used a little more of something and, and that type of thing. And, and they certainly work well together with uh, with connecting producers back and forth and, um, we've we've gone a long way uh, recently with our guys to to try to work more cooperatively uh, with each other to provide a little better service to the producers. So now, and your point also was, although it doesn't look good here in Wisconsin overall, we're probably in a better position now as far as the processing side than we were a couple weeks ago. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. If we look at, uh, you know, nationwide, the number of plants that, that had been shut down, you know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, um, you know, we've got a lot of plants that came back online last week and in a limited capacity, obviously, but uh, they're back online nonetheless. So that would indicate they, they got through last week at a reduced capacity. They're going to step up a little bit more this week. Um, just unfortunately for, for those of us in Wisconsin that, you know, the two plants uh, seeming to have the most challenge right now happen to be the two plants in Green Bay that, that tend to service a lot of our product. But, um, you know, the, the folks, uh, market a lot of colored fed cattle, um, the, the beef type cattle, um, you know, three or four of the plants that we normally ship to uh, had been down two weeks ago for the whole week. So obviously, and then just starting up last week on a limited capacity, trying to clean up what they already had. Um, that market's been pretty tough for us the last couple of weeks, but we're, we're optimistic here. They'll, they're getting caught up and, and they'll, they're ramping up a, a little bit more production each day. So hopefully they're, they're getting over their issues and, and that'll be a much better market going forward. So. You know, you also make the point, Kurt, that we need to think smart about how we're managing these animals short term. Uh, that idea that, well, okay, fine, I can't find a decent price for her, I'm going to kick her out to pasture or kick her out with the bull. You may be shooting yourself in the foot for 2021. Right, right, Pam. Um, so we, we've heard from a number of producers that, uh, that have made comments like that to us. And the thing we want people to remember, and we've said this all along, that, you know, we need to, you know, people need to take a breath and, and, you know, stay calm about this. I understand it's, it can be very stressful for some people and, and that type of thing, but uh, we need to think about the long-term effect. And you have this huge bulge of, of livestock that, you know, are going to be, are ready for harvest now and, and will be working their way through the, the pipeline once we resume production and get back up to capacity. And that's going to take us a while to get work through that. We've had several weeks here of reduced, uh, 
reduced capacity, and it looks like it'll continue here, uh, you know, at least a couple more weeks uh, as we deal with a couple of these plants being down. But um, obviously, you know, especially looking farther out, you know, you're going to take that cow and breeder. Well, now, you know, potentially we'll have another cull cow next year. You'll have another calf, and that's going to be another fed cattle out a year and a half from now. And, you know, as we know, we see these reports from USDA with the number of cattle on feed and, you know, some of these types of numbers, they indicate that, you know, we're, we're kind of at the peak and we were hoping to wind back down to get back to within capacity so, you know, we don't have to run quite as hard. And typically when we see that contraction is typically when we see some recovery on prices too. And um, obviously if we're going to continue to push this bulge of cattle out and create more down the road, that, that doesn't really give us a light at the end of the tunnel. So, Yeah, and, and uh, do you even think we'll be able to work her through by 2021? Uh, it's a little early for me, I guess, to make that determination. I don't know how long this thing is going to last, and I don't know how quick it'll ramp back up. I mean, that our processors can be pretty efficient when they, they get everybody healthy and back to work and, and can get going. Uh, the big question is, you know, how soon does that happen? Um, and we don't know what the employee base is going to look like after this either, how many people are going right. to want to continue working. I know we've heard reports of people, you know, deciding it might be time to retire and, right. you know, some of these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, this might have been, a, you know, one of those moments for a lot of people that yeah. they, they realize they need to slow down a little bit and enjoy life a little more. So mm-hmm. don't necessarily know what the, that workforce is going right. to look like and what the efficiency will be on the other side. We're, we're optimistic. I mean, we know it's been done before we know we can do it again um we'll just have to see uh see how the cards fall here yeah very true kurt larson along with us he is the president ceo of the equity livestock sales association again they're partners with you uh like kurt said if you've got questions about how to market your cattle any of your animals uh call that local market manager and find out what they're seeing what kinds of trends they've got there uh that is really your ally when it comes to these difficult situations and keep going back to the equity website too just in case there's any adjustments or any new information there of course we try to get it on right away but uh, you might want to refer to that as well that's equitycoop.com i'm pam yankee